Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith. And you may have noticed that today I don't have my intro song and music. And that is purposeful. I found that every time I've been listening to podcasts, really forever, I fast forward through the intro music, through the ad, and it really, I find it so incredibly annoying when I want to listen to a podcast episode when I have to wait like five to eight minutes for the podcaster to just get to the point. You know, it's this long intro and then Sometimes there's one ad, sometimes there's two ads, sometimes there's ads, and then they're talking about their own products or courses or whatever that they want to sell. And I just thought, I find it so annoying and I just fast forward through this. So why am I doing this on my podcast? And the reason is because I feel like I should, because I noticed every other podcast has this intro with music and an ad. And so that's how I should set up my podcast too. And I actually delayed the start of my podcast months because I just couldn't get an intro down that I liked, that had music that I liked, that had a description that I liked. And so I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And now I just look at that and laugh and think, why do I even need an intro? Why do I even need an intro or an ad at the beginning of my podcast? If I don't like that shit, then chances are there's a lot of other people that don't like it. So why don't we just get to the point? My whole purpose with this podcast is to give you manifestation tips and knowledge and wisdom in under 20 minutes because I know you're busy. We're all busy. The biggest complaint that people have is that they don't have enough time. And so I try to give you these bite-sized episodes so that we can just get right to the point and talk about whatever I came here to talk about and just get rid of the fluff because I don't like the fluff. I don't like listening to the fluff. And to be honest, I find it really, really annoying. So why would I put you guys through that? I don't know, but I've just come to that realization. And so for now, the intro music is going and I might bring it back at some point, but not unless I find something that I really love and really feel called to do. And that is what I want to talk to you guys about today is this whole idea of doing something because you feel like you should instead of doing what feels good. So I have adopted this kind of like mantra or rule for my life at the beginning of this year was that I am just going to focus on what feels good and do less of what doesn't feel good. And obviously, like, that's not always going to be the case that, you know, there's lots of things that come up in life that don't feel good and we have to do them anyways. Like, I don't love changing my kids' diapers, but obviously someone's got to do it, right? But can I let go of some of these obligations and things that I do just out of guilt, just because I feel guilted into doing something or just because there's this feeling that I should do something. And so I do it even though I don't want to do it. So that's been my whole goal this year is to just do more of what feels good. And what I found was that when I shift my focus and start 
doing more of what feels good and being a little selfish and doing something because I really want to do it rather than doing something because I feel like I should, I'm in a better alignment with what I want and I manifest things with ease and life just feels easier and more fun and I feel more at peace and more aligned and it just has helped me in every aspect of my life. So I wanted to share that a little bit with you guys today. So this took me back to the biggest should of all. And this is sort of the way society in general has programmed us. Just kind of a big blanket statement. But for the most part, you know, we go through school with this whole concept of I should do good in school and I should get good grades and I should go to college and then I should get a job that has benefits and that has a 401k and I should work really, 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 really hard my whole entire life so that someday, maybe, if I'm lucky, I can retire and enjoy life then. Okay, now when I say it like that, like obviously this sounds terrible, but we've all bought into it. Like this is the message that is ingrained in kids' heads through schooling and I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. I mean, I was that kid where I would sign up for summer school, not because I had to get caught up or because like I needed extra credit, but because I felt like I should because that would make my transcript look extra good for my college applications. And then I would work really hard in college because I should, because then I'm gonna get a job at like a really big company. And then I got the job at the big company and it was like, well, I should stay till 7 p.m. even though I have a kid at home um, because I should, because then I might get a promotion and it'll look really good. And even though I don't want to, I should. And there's so many things like that that I did over and over and over again out of obligation, out of guilt, out of this external pressure, this societal pressure. And it's all around this idea of work hard now, play later. Well, guess what, guys? Like, not to be morbid or anything, but we don't know if we have a later. You don't know if you're actually going to make it till retirement. The only thing we know for sure in life is that it doesn't last forever, at least not this lifetime. We all know we're going to die and we don't know when. So number one, you're banking on the fact that you actually are going to make it to retirement. Number two, retirement keeps changing, right? Like people are living longer. Things are getting more expensive. So who knows what the retirement age is going to be when I get there. It could be 75 by that point. And then let's say you do make it to retirement. You have no idea. Are you going to be well enough? What happens if you're faced with an ailing body, which is very likely, you know, like, let's say you want to go travel the world. That's like your dream. Well, if you wait till retirement and you work really hard and you save up all your money now, who knows if you're going to feel like it when you're retired. Maybe you're like exhausted and your body can't physically handle it when you're retired. Or maybe your spouse is going to get sick and they're going to need your constant care. Or maybe at that point, you're going to have grandchildren that you want to take care of. So the point of all this is that we just buy into this idea of like, do all this stuff now. 
and someday then you can be happy then you can relax then you can spend all this money that you've spent your whole life working for then you can chase your dreams then you can do this that or the other then you can finally address your bucket list and thank god i came to this realization at a fairly young age because i was like screw that like i i don't want to wait like i want to live that lifestyle now and that's why you hear me say all the time that i manifested a life i don't need a vacation from that was the goal i want to live like that now i want to wake up now every morning being excited for the day instead of dreading going to a job that makes me miserable i want to wake up and know that i can do anything i want with the day anything that i feel like anything that feels aligned to me rather than going somewhere where I'm told everything I have to do for the day, including when I can use the bathroom and when I can take a break to get food. Like that's not for me. That's not the life I want to live. I want to live this life of vacation, of retirement, of freedom. I want that now. And that is what I have manifested. And I think we all need to kind of ask ourselves that question. Like look at your life, look at every area of your life right now. Not just your job, but every area of your life. And where are you fully living it because you want to versus living that way because you feel like you should? So are you in the job that you love because it lights you up, because it feels like it's your purpose, because it's fulfilling? Or are you just in this job because you feel like you should be in this job? Because whatever, this is what your degree is in, or this is what your experience is in, or this is just what you've always done. Look at your relationship. Are you in a relationship because you want to be in that relationship? Are you just stuck in the relationship because you feel like you should stay, because you don't want to deal with the uncertainty of not knowing what else is out there? Or you don't want to break that person's heart so you just stay because you feel like you should. Um, what about your health? Are you forcing yourself to do workouts or eat something and you hate it? You can't stand it. You dread it. But you're doing it because you feel like you should. Perfect example of this. So in my neighborhood, I swear, like every person my age every mom, they all are outside jogging. Like I go outside to bring the garbage in or whatever, the garbage can. And like everyone is jogging. Everyone's out running and they have like run clubs and it's like everyone's running but me. And so the other day I was like, well, maybe I should be running too. I mean, my God, I've had three kids and it is really hard to work out when you have a baby and a toddler running around. And I get it done but it's it is difficult like maybe I should just go and like run like I feel like I should everyone else is doing this every other mom does this so maybe I should too and I tried it and it was awful 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 and that was two days ago you guys my knees are killing me I swear I have like major inflammation in my knees like around my knees from running um Number one, I don't know what I'm doing. And number two, I just feel like I wasn't meant for running. I never liked it. I was never good at it in gym class. And I really don't want to do it now. The only reason I did it is because I felt like I should. And I was like, this is stupid. Why am I making myself miserable doing this damn thing just because 
you know, someone made me feel like I should. It's like I see other people doing it and I feel like I should do it too. You know, so it's like, look at things like that. Look at your finances. Like, is there ever a time where maybe you've gotten extra money? Like I know in my um, corporate job that I was in, we would get bonuses every quarter. And every single quarter, I would take that bonus and I would spend it on something that I felt I should spend it on. Something responsible, something that we needed for the house, like a repair or a remodel. And if we didn't have anything like that, then I would put it in our savings account because I felt like I should. I felt like that was, you know, the responsible thing to do. And that was dumb. Like I should have just blown it on myself and spent it on myself because that was a bonus. That was money above and beyond, you know, what I brought in to cover bills. And by not spending it on myself and not even just once in a while, you know, splurging or rewarding myself for that bonus that I worked so hard for, it made me not really have the drive in me to work hard. Like I never really enjoyed the reward that came with that because I was doing the responsible thing that I felt like I should. But maybe if I would have gone out and bought, you know, the purse that I wanted or used it for a really fun vacation or something like that, maybe I would have worked like that much harder um, because it was actually tied to something that I wanted instead of something that I felt was responsible. So, you know, look at your finances. Like, are you doing that with your money? Are you, are you spending in ways because you feel like you should or saving in ways because you feel like you should when maybe there's another option? And so here's the whole purpose of this. I want you to look at every area of your life and ask yourself this because number one, you want to live your life now. You can enjoy life now. You do not have to wait until you're out of debt. You don't have to wait until retirement. You don't have to wait until you find the love of your life. You don't have to wait until you land your dream career. You can enjoy it right now. You can be happy right now. But you have to decide and you have to start saying yes to the things that you really want, the things that light you up, the things that make you feel good, and start saying no to the things that you just feel like you should do. So take a look at your life and decide what those are and decide what you really want. Like, are you on this path because you feel like you should? Because whatever reason, society laid this out for you. Your parents laid this out for you. This is what all of your friends are doing. So you feel like you should do it now. If you really love it, that's great. But chances are, You don't. So make a change. You can do that. You are allowed to do that. This is your one life as this person in this body right now. So don't wait until retirement or old age or or until you're on your deathbed to say, I should have done this or I should have done that. Like do it now. Do what you want now and let go of all the obligation Because no one else has to walk in your shoes but you. No one else has to live this life except for you, right? So I pulled a card right before I hit record. And I thought that this would be a great way to kind of wrap things up. Um, 
And this card says all paths lead home. Inner authority, intuition, turn your gaze within. So I'm just going to read from the card deck and we'll see what it says. All right, so it says it's normal to look to the external world for answers and guidance. What's revolutionary is turning your gaze inward. You're being called to source your guidance from within, to study the terrain of your inner landscape, to develop a reliable relationship with your soul. The more time you spend connecting with your soul, the deeper the connection will become. The challenge for empaths is staying connected without cutting off from the world. The best way to do this is to develop a daily practice that helps you to keep checking in, to draw the wisdom within, and let that be the authority in your life. If this card appears, you may be called to develop or switch up your spiritual practice to get in the habit of turning your gaze within, to get centered for the day before consuming anything from the arts outside world. That doesn't mean switching off from the realities of today's world. We need as many conscious people as possible living with their eyes wide open, but rather it's a, a call to start your day from a place of connectedness, grace, and devotion. So when you go out into the world and when you let the world in, you do it from an unshakable state of being, a state where you draw your strength, authority, and guidance from a place within. So look within you. Stop looking to the external world to figure out what you should do next. Connect with your heart and look within you. What do you want to do next? What lights you up? What's going to make you feel fulfilled? And do that. Follow those nudges and just hit the mute button on all this external noise that's directing you. You don't need any of that. You can direct yourself. All you have to do is ask and look within. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know. Um, I guess the best way to get a hold of me is to DM me on Instagram at Law of Attraction Tribe, or you can now text me. So I set up texting because once again, I hate emails. Like I do not like receiving emails and I really don't like sending them either. So if you guys are on my email list, you might notice that I like never send emails. And when I do, they're super short and super to the point. Well, then I found that I can just text you guys and it's so much easier. And I like texting. I like getting texts. I like sending texts and I'm usually really quick and to the point anyways, so I really don't feel like I need this long email. So anyhow, now you can text me, and yes, I am actually seeing the message. So if you have any questions or anything like that, you can text me. And if you text hello, the word hello, to 855-997-1687, I will text you back the link for my subliminal. And this subliminal is to help you in all areas of your life. So a subliminal is you're not going to hear it, but your subconscious will. Okay, so just like a dog whistle, like you don't consciously hear it, but like a dog can pick up on it. That's kind of like what a subliminal is. Like you're not, all you're going to consciously hear is some really soothing meditation music. But what is subliminally there that your subconscious is picking up on is hundreds of affirmations to help you in every area of your life. So I will um, send you the link for that. It's totally free. Um, if you text hello to me at 
997-1687. You can program that in your phone and you can also text me any questions that you have, any topics that you want me to talk about on the podcast. And please let me know whether you text me or send me a DM on Instagram. I want to know what you think about the whole intro thing with the music and the intro. Like, do you like it? Is it better without it? Were you fast forwarding through it anyways? Like I do. Um, Let me know your thoughts because I'm really curious if I should add that back in or if I should just stick with getting right to the point and giving you your manifestation tip in 20 minutes or less. All right, so thank you so much for tuning in. And if you love this episode and you want to help me out, share it with a friend. That's the best thing you can do to help me, and I really appreciate it. Have a great one. I'll talk to you next week.